My mom and my wife call me Joseph, you know. <laughs> Probably not usually a good thing. It's usually not. No, no. It's just a commonplace. It was funny. One time I, uh, you know, first my wife called me Joe for a while. And then it kind of, when we were dating, and then it kind of morphed into Joseph. And she was calling me Joseph for a while. And my mother-in-law, she looked at me, she goes, why is she calling you Joseph? I was like, it's my name. I, I don't know. Man, thanks for... Uh jumping on uh i'm excited to get to have a conversation with you um i know you're someone that's been super supportive of me it's been fun to see your uh program continue to take leaps every year um it was awesome this year to get to be at trials and get a you know get to see you guys competing uh that's pretty sweet um u23 that kind of stuff is pretty special uh pumped about the girls team that'll be exciting but it's been fun for me to paid a little attention to d3 but not a lot but actually in the last couple of years like even as i've gotten to see and follow you a little more kind of paid a lot more attention and dive into watching the nationals and stuff like that so that was pretty cool so I'm, yeah, I'm, man, well, i appreciate you having me um i love what you're doing here you know you're you know you're most of all you're a fan but you're also a huge supporter and super involved with uh, women's wrestling and I think it's awesome, man. Like, like we need more people to just really promote it and just, and, and just like crazy. And, uh, and it's, and it's a shame. I didn't even know you were at the trials until afterwards, you know, I would have sought you out and said hi, but um, it was exciting for us for to, to, to get Jason there. Um, you know, if you would have told me when I took this job in 2019, that we, we'd be by, by 2022, we, we, we'd have somebody at the world team trials. I would have, Bet, bet the farm against it probably you know did we have a vision of we we can get there of course but not in that timeline so that was pretty exciting and you know it, it's going to help us uh just continue to 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 grow the program yeah yeah what a, what a great thing to be able to point to right and you've been able to do that too and even man just the success academically that you guys have had um what a school in general has been incredible the campus just looks absolutely gorgeous. Um, it's awesome. It's know. so nice. It's so beautiful. It's just like, you know, um, it's, you know, it's 25 miles north of like center city, Philadelphia. And it, it just, it's right in the center of like a suburb, right? In Collegeville, PA. And there's a lot of stuff locally, like Valley Forge National Parks, like a 10 minute drive. King of Prussian Mall, which is the the large second largest mall in North America. That's a 15 minute ride. Um, and it's just a, it's a beautiful, beautiful neighborhood. The campus is 170 square acres for 1600 kids. Right. Which is wild. Um, usually for schools our size, they're kind of tucked away in like these like little cities in PA or Jersey or, 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 or and you know, we, we just have like the best of both worlds. Like we have like a traditional campus that like you might see on TV or in a movie right? Which is just super nice. But at the same time, you're getting that super small, uh, small classroom attention. So it's our guys that, 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 that we have brought in, in my tenure here have really been serious about school and academics and just have just been able to flourish in that environment. I think even programs like that, not, not only is it a big deal, obviously for your school, but it continue, whether that's your conference as well, mm -hmm. um, and those kind of things, and even just D3 as a whole, right? Like it, as you can more and more people can start to point like there is a very good path through these schools that 
you don't have even if your dream is in the wrestling world you don't have to be at a d1 um, yeah. you can make trials at these places you can get you can still have you guys now have your rtc there and you can still have those kind of opportunities and your culture matters and I mean, even just the beauty of the campus alone, man, I, I had no idea there was even those kind of opportunities and it's been a while. It's like, man, I wish I could have a do-over, but, but I am. <laughs> always wish we'd have a do-over. 99.99% of us want a do-over, right? No, but I hear you, man. And, and it's like, when I took this job, it, you know, it, it was, I made it pretty, pretty clear that like, like when we first like hit the trail and, and a recruiting and it's going to take time, right? Like, like we're not like, we've made great progress both in the classroom and on the map, but we're nowhere near where we can be and where we, we, we want to be. And, you know, make it very clear, right, right from day one, just because we're, 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 uh, you know, quote unquote, a D3 school, right? It doesn't mean that we can't have big goals and accomplish big things. And we just proved it. Like we, we, we can get to the trials, but now we got to keep keep on progressing and just get somebody, you know, to final X is next. Right. And just continue to push. It's going to take time, right. It's not going to happen overnight. And I know that, um, you know, when, when I was at Princeton, I went through, through that process where, you know, it was uh, a rough patch for a lot of years and just continued to grow and believe in what was being built and, and look at them now. Right. It's, uh, you know, I was just fortunate to be a, a small part of that. But, you know, that experience has taught me that this is not an overnight thing. That this, to build a foundation and build a program properly takes time. And, it's, and it, it can be a good 10 years. And that, I'm okay with that. Yeah. And I, I think that's super important for so many is, especially as if you see the building blocks and you see the way that they're growing and it's not even just wins and losses right it's the culture it's academics like all of those things are continuing to trend upward and it's a lot of fun and even like even Princeton man I as a wrestling fan I'm all about it's like I love seeing that I love seeing the depth of even like a Lehigh right now in right. some of those places like if it's if it's up to me it's like, let's have 40 really good schools you know yeah. when uh ncaa come around it's like let's have 33 outstanding wrestlers that you can flip a coin and like that's great for the sport as they have depth and i think i think there's more and more the transfer portal can create some ugly things but i think there are some kids are starting to understand a little bit more man there's so many opportunities out there for me to improve where and everybody's story is different, but some guy, it might be like get stuck behind here for two or three years. That might be their best way, but some, right. some, it's like they need to be thrown in the fire and they can't do that now because they're stuck behind someone, you know? And so, and you get to see, you're seeing more and more coaches that have a great culture that are adding depth to their room that have great staff around them as a whole. And that's, it's just wrestling is a pretty fun place. Uh, and speaking of staff, you guys have some huge news, huh? Yeah. Yeah. We're excited too, man. Yeah. So I'm, uh, was just named the uh, director of wrestling. So I'm, I'm going to be heading up both the men's and the women's programs and my assistant, Anthony Terlizzi, uh, who's been like my right-hand man, you know, since I started, he was actually an assistant on staff and I, I kept, kept uh, most of the staff actually. Um, but Anthony's just been unreal. So he was just promoted to, to associate head and women's coach. 
Um, so it's, it's, it, it's a pretty exciting change. And most of the men's staff is going to be assisting with, with, with the women's as well. Um, everyone is just super pumped to get going here. Position. Will you still be a lot of hands-on on the actual wrestling side of things, or what is that going to look like for you? Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, it'll be s- some long days in practice running two practices a day. Right. You know, it's so going to be super hands-on or, or as much as I can be. Right. I'm sure there's going to be times where, you know, where, where you know, I, I'd be a young family. So I'm sure there's going to be times where, you know, I'll only be, be at the men's practice for, for, for the day or, and, and, and vice versa. Maybe one day I'm just do, doing the women because I got something going on family wise. And, um, and we have enough staff. Like we always joke that I have like an army for a staff. I've, you know, seven guys on staff right now with, with Sydney Bowman, it's going to be eight. And, um, but you know, like the joke now is like, you're glad I had that army now because now I got two programs to run and two practices every day, but yeah, like we're, we're still going to be super hands-on and, and just let, letting it rip, man. And, and, and now with the, uh, you know, I'm full-time, right. So a lot of D3 coaches aren't quite full, full-time yet. So I'm full-time and, and as far as like the, my daily work is considered, I'm just doing a double now for like the most part, you know, part, you know, with practice planning and schedules and budgets and recruiting. And I, I think, I think recruiting is going to be the biggest transition. Um, it's, you know, it, it's, a, it takes a lot of time already as it is ju- just doing it for our, for our men's program. And now we're going to be, you know, re- re- recruiting on the women's side more than we've done. Right. So I did it last year but we didn't have a really a women's program to completely sell yet so we were you know kind of picky and who we we were talking to just so um we were making sure that they were like the perfect fit for someone who was going to come and help us grow this thing but now that now 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 that the program is an official sport at her sinus um you know it's it, it's go time you know so so we're gonna our, our plan is to bring in 10 for on the women's side so that's probably going to be the biggest transition I'd imagine. Ask you, especially with like the RPC side of things with Mount Mount Co there um, mm-hmm. and bringing in a girl, seeing that naturally you got the free saw aspect of it. What is on that side with the girls? What do you, what would you say your vision is there? Like as far as a RTC and the women, I mean, we really, we really haven't got to see kind of that, side of things yet you know right iowa kind of has that a little bit um but they're not really official yet you know um or however you want to say it and you know there are there are some teams that have club teams or whatever you know columbia is doing some cool things but we really have awesome things man (laughs) awesome things yeah and you know but we really haven't got to see the, that girl side of things that they have like a legit RTC there. And it's like, Oh man, we have a program there. So what, what are kind of your visions and goals for that? Yeah. So, you know, right from, from the get-go when, when, when we really got talking and, and developing this thing, and obviously, you know, we didn't have the women yet. Right. Um, but with that being said, we had guys on our roster that were young and that was goals of theirs. They're like, Hey, Hey coach, like when our season ends, like we want to try and make, u20 teams we want to try and make u23 teams like we we, we want to do these things um and of course the rules in d3 are a little bit different right so you got you got to kind of navigate your path here um whereas you know the the rules in d3 are that you can 
if if the event qualifies the athlete to make a world team or a national team, then we can we can bring them and we can coach them. But we can't practice or prepare them for it at all. Like that's just the D3 rules, right? It's like once the once the season ends, it ends. And like that's the end of our 19 weeks. Um, but now with the RTC in place, we can work with those qualified athletes to get them ready for 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 these events, right? And so that was really uh the the idea that that we had to get this going because that's what we wanted to do we want to make sure these guys are prepared um and now with adding the women it's just you know it's just going to take it to the next level because you know women's wrestling is a place where now like for half the schools u20s and u23s are are that's it like that's the that's what they're training for right there is no you know, like, like NCAA championship isn't quite there yet. Right. So, so, so there's the national collegiate championship. There's the NAIA ch- championship, all the club teams like Columbia are training for juniors and U twenties and U 23. Like they're, they're focused on that. Right. So, and there's going to be a lot of schools in the, in, in the NCAA that that's going to be their focus, that they want to win NCAA titles. Right. Which is awesome. We want to do all of it. We want to do all of it. We want to win NCAA titles. And when that's done, take a week off, let our body, bodies recover a little bit. And, and who, and it's not going to be, we're going to take everybody, right? It's like, okay, who wants to go to this, right? And then those qualified athletes that, 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 that want to continue to go and have aspirations to, to wrestle internationally, we, we have the foundation and everything set to help them do that. Yeah, and I, I think one of the cool things with the girls being freestyle is it's just such a natural transition mm-hmm. to a whole different level of opportunities that yeah. probably never would have had otherwise. Like, and, you know, and there's some people talking about there's you hear some people th- discussing like should girls NTA whatever go to folk style or whatever and it's like i don't know why that even got brought up but it's like man (laughs) it's like i just the the opportunities are insane and you talked a little bit about uh you know the u20s and u23s and i've gotten to be around those things we were down in texas uh i just like being down at those places like i never got to experience that as a wrestler i didn't really get into freestyle until later on it's like man I wish I would have more because it's just, it's, it's a different feel. It's a different vibe. Like I went to some of the big folk style, the Tulsa's, those kind of things. And it's just like, I don't know. It's just like, it just seemed like a glorified other, whatever other things, but right? just a totally different vibe being down at Texas and watching those girls compete. And even like my daughter got a wrestle this year. She bumped up in age class. She was too young, but it's like, well, we're going to be down there anyway. You might as well. And right. Yeah. What a cool opportunity to get. How many times do you get to go wrestle against some of your heroes, you know, or I mean, not against, but the mat beside is right. Perfect example is she was two mats away from a meet this year. That's awesome. Like, and how, and you know, and we had, you had to have conversations with some of those girls, Felicity Taylor's, those kind of girls. Um, and, and you get to see the up and comers, you get to see the Nylas, you get to see Audrey Jimenez, uh, and you get to see these, like another Nikki Moore, you know, that's an 
NAIA. You get to see these different schools and that you never get to see come together. And it's like, that's so cool to get to watch those. And being at a big girls tournament is just different. I think that a lot of it is they're just like personality wise, a lot more kind of out outgoing as a whole or willing to interact where dudes are more usually like strictly business. Not that, not that girls aren't like that, but it's like, honestly, I think a lot of it is just gratitude, you know, like I, I think they know um, what they're involved in and they see the growth and they know, you know, where this started. Right. And they know where, where, where they're at now. And uh, I think they're just incredibly grateful to have the opportunities and they're, and they're just having a ton of fun, you know, while they're trying to, to get after it and, and achieve their goals. And, and I, I also think they know that they have, you know, that as a sport with women's wrestling still has a long way to go. Right. And, and just in growth and development, which is a great thing, right. It's not even close to what it's going to be in, in, in the future. Um, but I just think it's a lot scary. of Yeah, it is scary, right? <laughs> it is. No, like we, like we, we last year, um, Sydney Bowman, who was a senior and came onto our team, um, you know, she wrestled in, in high school um, in uh, Virginia and she was fantastic in high school, two-time state champ. She was great, um, but had never wrestled freestyle before in her life, was off the mat for, for three years. And um, Del Val was supposed to have a quad um, or a tri meet rather at their place. And be- because of the tornado that like ripped through, through the area, their gym floor got damaged and they couldn't host it. And uh, I was talking to Lee and I was like, yeah, bring it this way. As long as if you can guarantee me that since that Sydney will get some matches, we'll host it. We'll, we'll do whatever you want. I don't care. And just really just given the chance to like sit and watch those other duels. It's a totally different vibe. Like it's just, it's, it's just this like joyous, fun occasion right that they're having these duels it's awesome and they're intense right the matches are intense but you're right it's just a little different yeah i think one of my highlights of the rest and there was a bunch of just awesome stuff throughout you know men's there are some ncas were insane uh u20s but one of my highlights was that uh duel with life you to just to see when they won national duels, like just to come unglued, you just the joy, like culmination of everything coming together, yeah. like the gratitude, all the hard work. And it just, I mean, not that guys don't get excited, but that was just a totally different feel. Yeah. It just made my heart happy. And I think, I really think that's just kind of the picture of where the sport's going. And it's a good thing. And I think more and more, not only just coaches, but even fans as they see that is, man, this is special. Like, why would I not want to be a part of that? And yeah. And from a fan per- perspective too, it's all it, like, it's come a long way, you know, it's come a really long way. I think a lot of people who didn't follow it five years ago are now like, especially with the su- success internationally that, that the women are having, like, I just think that they're just, that, that, that there's just so many more people getting more and more invested every year and just watching them, our, our women just go out internationally and just crush it. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, now what, uh, I was going to ask you when you're looking, you were talking about the recruiting for you 
what what is it that you personally are looking to bring into your room like so so number one you know for us you know what's really exciting for us is our academic profile is is it's really going to fill like a void in the women's wrestling market especially in, in in the east coast right we're we're the only school that has our profile and so now you know, like when, when, when we look at all, all these women that are just top-notch students, right. That are just, you know, I, I've been talking to girls that like 4.4s on a 4.0 scale. Like they're just amazing student athletes. Right. But, you know, a couple of years ago, they had to either set, sacrifice their education and go, go, go to a school that, that don't get me wrong, is a good school, but it's not what they're capable of. Like, like it's, it's not going to really help them reach their potential. Or they, they, they would choose that and compete, or they would go to a really, really highly uh, recognized academic institution and not wrestle, right? And so that was the biggest thing. And so now we've kind of filled that void where we're, where we're looking for really high achieving student athletes and that just want an opportunity now to compete and go to, to the best school possible. That's number one. Two, and I tell everybody this, man or woman that walks into my office, our science is not easy. <laughs> it's hard. You know, academically, it's a challenging place, man. Um, and we, we, we just make that like straight out clear. Like if, if you w- want to be pushed, you know, in the classroom and, in, and on the mat, this is a great place for, for you, right? And so that's what, what, what we really, really need when, when we're, when we're recruiting student athletes is those people that just want to continue to grow and get better no matter where they are. Right. That's the biggest thing. And just be coachable and just be ready to come in, smile on your face and re- re- ready to work, man. Cause it's like sports hard. Right. And we preach that a lot of times. It's like, Hey, listen, this sport is really, really, really hard. School is really, really hard. Like when you come in into the wrestling room every day, like this should be your favorite part of the day. Right. And, and we're going to make this as fun as possible. Like we're going to work, but we're also going to, going to, going to keep it loose a lot and just have a good time. And, you know, and, and lastly, like the student athletes got to fit in with, with our culture. Right. And so I think now, like on the women's side, like they're just kind of figuring that out right now, what their culture is. Right. They got, um, we, we have eight, eight women on the team right now. Right. And they're doing awesome. They're, you know, they're, they're actually meeting up w- w- with the guys a lot and guys are helping them because like four of them have never wrestled before. Like they just now have the opportunities. So they want to give it a shot. And so a lot of our guys are helping them kind of catch up the speed a little bit, w- w- which is awesome, but they got to kind of figure out what their culture is and what's going to be. Right. Whereas the men, you know, our culture is, has just like the team has really gelled over the past couple of years and they're a super tight group of guys and, you know, it's important that the kids that we bring in are going to fit that mold and really just continue to help and push that pro- program forward. So um, I think that's awesome. And it's a big it's like I said, I've, I've been always been super appreciative of you uh, within the last I've probably been the last eight, 10 months where we've connected in a lot of different ways. And I'm, you know, the, getting to have these kind of conversations for me, like the reason I started all this is like, I want for others to hear people like you, you know, where the, 
maybe the everyday wrestling fan doesn't, they're not going to hear about your sign is or whatever. To get to talk to people like you, I think is a big deal. But also for me, like selfishly, like you even talked about, man, next U23s or whatever it is, hook up, connect and continue to learn from people like you and continue to just talk about the sport, man. The more and more I get to have conversations with people and the more I get to hear people talk about their passions, the more passionate I get and the more um, I want to dive into continuing to be a better coach and provide better culture. But at the same time, it's like the more I want to prepare and show my girls and my guys, like there's so many opportunities if you're willing to put the work in now and that's academics and that's on the mat, you know, it's like, they're just not any shortcuts. And like you said, it's like, it's hard. Yeah. It's <laughs> really hard. But you might, the easiest thing for you to do is to do it now and get in those habits and create good healthy habits on and off the mat. So when you do get to a level that is a whole another thing than you've ever seen, it's a much easier transition because it's not a huge, huge step. It's just like, oh, I got to tweak some things, but I've, I've been doing the right things for two or three years. So I'm ready. I'm ready to go. You know, yeah, man, like, like when I, like if I go out and do like a clinic at a club or like, if it's like middle school age kids or like, you know, young uh, high school kids, it's like conversations always the same. It's like, it's like, listen, I get it. Like everybody wants to go D one and go in the big 10. Like, yeah, of course you do. Like it's the best. Like, why would you not aspire to do that? Right. And if those are the things that you want to do, that's awesome but you also got to take care of your academics and you have to have to have to be doing the right thing socially, right? Because they all intertwine, they all go hand in hand and you got to open doors for, for yourself, right? Like, and I get it. The dream, the dream for everyone, especially like, you know, where, 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 where we are is like, I want to go to Penn state. Right. And 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 I want a full ride. And it's like, I hate to be the bear of bad news, but across the country, there's 30 guys on the team and there's 9.9 scholarships. Like there's not <laughs> many, you know, there's not that many kids that have a full ride, right? So you got to do all the other things just as much as you want to do the wrestling well. You got to do all the other things well because that's going to open doors for you. That's what's going to give you the opportunities, right? And, or just more opportunities, right? Um, so that's always the, that's always the conversation. And I think, you know, for a lot of kids, like if they, I mean, if, if I go to a clinic and I can just get to turn a couple of kids on and like, oh, I didn't realize that, like that they're not, all these guys don't have full scholarships, right. That, you know, taking care of their academics is it, it, really going to help them and open doors for them. That's what it takes. And awesome. Yeah, for sure. Uh, another thing I was going to ask you before we close up with being in kind of the hotbed there, you know, there's a lot of different universities and even a lot of talent, obviously, mm-hmm. on that part of the country. How often or are you guys able to really ever kind of connect with other schools, especially like with the RTC aspect of things where you get a roll around with some of those different universities or what does that look like for you? yeah so so we haven't quite yet and just because like we're just getting it up and rolling right but with 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 the rtc rules and how they work the athletes have to be qualified right rtc yep. qualified and what we've kind of figured out along the way is that like if you're not 
qualified coming into college, it's really hard to get qualified. <laughs> it just gets hard, right? Um, so, but we have a couple of guys that are qualified. And so like in the off season, right? Like there, um, we, we, we have, have a handful of guys that go out to NJRTC a lot just because of my relationship with, with, with them. Um, so, so they, they go out there a lot, but those guys that qualify, that they, they can head down the pen, right. And go to Penn RTC or Lehigh Valley is also That's an hour away. Um, but you know, it's, it's just an interesting thing because like, because of the way the D three rules work, I like if it's, you know, the first week of April, I can't throw the team in the car and drive over to Jersey or drive down the pen. Like it's against the rules. (laughs) Like I'm not allowed to do that. You you know what I mean? So, but, but, but for those guys that are qualified now we're in a place because we got the RTC up and running. Those are things that we can do. I don't think a lot of people understand like even the rule differences and, you know, even like I've had some several conversations with Christian and Ash. Ashley Blavin mm-hmm. and you know even just the recruiting differences there's been some changes this year they're on a different playing field yeah. <laughs> you guys too are from and there's some things we're that trying I, man that we're I didn't trying. Realize. it's like man I did not know that and I yeah it's it it gets crazy you know and sometimes like and and and, and I like you know it's it's it, it's funny too because I'll sometimes get phone calls like from other like d3 coaches and like yo uh how did you start that RTC or how did you do this? And I was like, uh, I want to help you guys and help you grow the sport, but I kind of don't want to tell you, you know, yeah, know. <laughs> you know? Nah, but you know, those guys are like, I've always like, you know, and, and the bottom line is like, I just want, I want division three. I mean, mainly us, of course. Right. But, but I want division three as a whole to get more recognized and there are some awesome people that like really promote D3. They do a, they do a phenomenal job with it and they just really, really push it. Right. But at the end of the day, like the more D3 programs that can, that can have the ability to get their guys to these tournaments, like U 23s or like last chance qualifier, like get them there. That's what we need. Nothing brings me more joy than watching one of my guys walk on the mat and, 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 you know, make a freestyle match against a D1 kid and just dominate. Nothing brings me more joy than that, you know, because it just, it, it just, when we go and now talk to high school kids and, you know, pa- parents are going to ask that, that they, they want to know these conversations like, Oh, I'm getting calls from this school and getting calls from that school. I'm like, that's awesome. Is that what you want? Because if you, if your goal is to make a U23 team, we, we can get you there. Like here, I'll show you this film. You want to sit down and watch it. Of one of my guys who just placed, uh, he's a sophomore. He just placed fourth as the, at the last chance qualifier. Like he's on his way. We, we just put a guy at the world team trials. He was there. Right. And, and like I said, we're not where we, we want to be yet, but we have guys that are invested and want to do these things. And if I have one kid on my team, that wants to make a trials, we're going. Like that's it. Like, and and, and I'm well, I'm well aware this stuff costs a lot of money. Like I'll figure it out, you know. And that's just the way it is. Like we will figure it out. And it's just we. I I owe it to our guys and girls, right? And I owe it to to D three to if anybody's ever like, hey coach, how did you do this? Or 
can you send me that rule that says I'm allowed to do this? I'm like, yeah, man, I'm on it. Yeah, that's really cool. And I appreciate, man, just your passion for the sport, your passion for others. And let's, let's be honest, like there's, there's programs out there that don't do that. Right. Like they don't, it's like, they're like, uh, you, you can try, you know, you're kind of on your own. If you make a, you 20, you know, there, there's yeah. not a lot of support on some calls yeah. for at that level, or they encourage your guys not to. Yeah. Oh, you know, which is sad for me because for some of these kids that might be their chance you know they don't get to do a lot of that kind of stuff and i can't even imagine getting to be to even get a say like man i was a part of sending this kid the other to get to go wrestle in a different part of the world like how cool is that it's cool man. Whether it's, it's, it's awesome and i'm not gonna lie like i'm super fortunate to you know where i came from at princeton and what i've learned along the way right like there's a reason why i came to Resinus and I can start to build it and do these things. Right. I, you know, I had that experience. I learned from some, what I consider to be the best coaching staff in the country. Right. Um, and, you know, and I'm fortunate that I have that relationship with those guys where, you know, I can, like, I learned so much from them. And so there, there's a reason why I know how to do this. The, the only mean. And so like, if I get a chance to just help out anybody who's looking to do, do the same thing, like I'm going to, we're, we're going to try and get it done like faster than I expected to right. And the pandemic kind of landed itself to that. Whereas like, we didn't have a season. Right. So I was like, well, I might as well figure out how to start a 501 C three now, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, like, let's get this done. You know, cause when RTCs were 10 years ago, it didn't have to be a 501 C three. Right. But now it does. So I had to figure that part out a little bit, but um, we're just excited, man, to just continue to push forward and, Anybody else that wants to take, come along for, for the ride, we're, we're, we're happy to help and let's let it rip. Yeah, I love that. I'm pumped. I'm pumped for you guys. I'm pumped yeah. to see what happens. I'm, ex- I'm super pumped for the girls squad. For yeah. that, man, it's fun, man. We have some, uh, you know, we are super fortunate that, you know, we had a couple of girls that I re- that we, we recruited and believed in what, we in the vision that we were selling them right that this they 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 knew we might not get this program immediately right that we had to might might go for a year or two thankfully for most of them like for laura bradley who's now a sophomore she came with without having a program but now we got three more in here they all came without knowing if they're gonna have a program or not and um it they can scrap, man. They're good. <laughs> they can wrestle, you know, so we're super excited. And then now, you know, funny thing, how this works, we provided an opportunity for, for women to wrestle. And then I got four more who are knocking on my office door asking to join the team because they never had an opportunity to do it before. And now they want to, you know, so, you know, so, so, so that's an awesome thing. It's going to help us meet our numbers, right. To get this from an emerging status sport to, to a championship sport, it's going to help us meet our numbers to 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 qualify to go to the postseason, and um, yeah, and they're having a blast and they're loving every second of it, and we're just ex- just excited to to see this thing grow. Are we going to win any dual meets? I don't know, probably not. Like we're going to be forfeiting some weights, right? It's just the way it goes. Um, but I'm just you know at the end of the day, like I, I just want these women to really understand, you know how important 
their role is in all of them and what they're doing here to sign us because it's it's going to be big. Like this this program has a very very uh, great that has like just an opportunity in front of them to be the next great program, and it's just going to be exciting. And we we just can't wait. Pumped for it! I'm excited. And uh, this side note, your guys is Mount Co. Yeah, sure. One of my favorite shirts we have. There's yeah, so I, thank you. I designed it. They're sweet. I love the simplicity. I love the color. I love the fit. They're comfortable. Thanks, they man. Fantastic. Yeah. So, so, so we use like straight up or sinus colors, right? Just to make it easy. But um, I appreciate that, man. I'm a, I'm as as uh my wife will tell anybody and my assistant Anthony and everybody. I am a stickler for like design, like uniform design, singlet design, t-shirt. I am like, and Rudis is ready to kill me. I think right right now. But, uh, <laughs> But you know that this is why our team store is taking so long to get up because I'm like I am very nitpicky about certain things. So um, I apologize for everyone that has asked that it's not up yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's something that I love doing. Um, I've had I've had the, uh, the the great fortune to like connect with um, Ross Bendick, who does like all the design for 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 all those things. And you know I've I've batted some some emails back and forth with him and. You know, it's just, he's kind of helped me along in that direction too. So it's just, it's just wild. Like all the people that, that you can meet in this sport and it's been fun, man. It's been exciting. We got stickers too, man. If you want some. Oh, I love stickers. Oh, um, I joked with my wife. I'm like, see, I'm glad now you get paid. So now we can yeah. <laughs> afford my wrestling shirt addiction. It's good. It's getting out of hand, but. I know. I don't buy a ton of shirts ju just because, you know, I got to support the home team here, but I got a couple. See, I don't have to worry about that. I can't yeah. like, oh, especially if it's like, oh, it's a girls' program. Let's, I'm gonna loud and proud with that. It's now right. I'm getting to the point where it's like, man, how do I choose who I cheer for? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, it's a great problem to have, man. It's like you said, the people that you get to meet in the sport is a lot of fun, and I think it's different than any other sport in the world, and that's why, uh, man. Even at thirty-nine, I've deeper passion than i could even imagine and it just seems like every week it gets even deeper so thank you for uh the conversation thank for for all that you do to pour into the sport um and to others i really appreciate you and uh good luck this season and stay healthy That's thanks all. jim i appreciate it, man keep 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 doing what you're doing man it's awesome you're doing great stuff for 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 the sport and you know i love your passion it, it's it, it it it's phenomenal and it's taking people like you that are really going to help grow women's wrestling up to the, the level that we all know that, that it can be right. So um, I appreciate it. This is another episode of the Matt germs podcast, the sickest wrestling podcast on the planet where the best thing that you can do is to be infected by the germ. Today I had the privilege to sit down with Joe Jameson of your sinus. Great conversation. It's been a while in the making I finally got it out. I've been back to school, which has been a new adventure for me, and I'm super excited for that. But man, I enjoy talking about wrestling, and I think you're going to enjoy today. That concludes today's episode. Thank you guys for listening. Feel free to drop into my Instagram or Twitter at WIEMS19, or you can drop in at Matt Germs 
on Twitter or at Matt Germs Podcast on Instagram. Thank you for listening. Go follow Joe and your sinus wrestling. Have a great week.